0: We are so excited to introduce our daughter, yep. Abigail Thayer, to the Sparrow Pictures family. Mm-hmm. We have partnered with Dr. Kirk Elliott, yeah. and um, she's going to be asking him questions every week yep. on Sparrownomics
1: Kids. Yep. Yep. And so we wanted to take this moment to, to introduce her. Uh, she asked some really good questions. Really good questions. Dr. Kirk was really impressed with some of her I stuff was impressed. See, I'm in see. the background yeah.
0: going, yeah, Dr. Kirk, what's the answer? <laughs> yeah. like, I want to know. I was like, I want to know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, but real quick, we just wanted to, uh, plug two things. Uh, the sponsor for the show today is spirit You'll actually be able to talk to Kirk Elliott's team and, uh, they've helped thousands of people protect their wealth in these crazy times. And, uh, if you want to see our interview, uh, with Dr. Kirk, uh, Click over, our, go to our Rumble channel, subscribe on Rumble, and uh, you'll see our first episode with him where we got to talk to him about some of President Trump's predictions, inflation, mm-hmm. and who the heck is this guy Clodius? Clodius. Clodius, which is a kind of a fun word to say. Yeah. All right, so are you ready to- Yep.
0: Yeah. Here's to Abigail. Here's Abigail. Hello, I'm Abigail Thayer. Welcome to Sparrownomics, kids and I am interviewing um, Dr. Kirk Elliott.
2: Hey Abigail, how are you? I'm so excited to do Sparonomics Kids with you. This is gonna be cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I have a few questions on some, I've got a few questions I would like to ask you.
2: Perfect, I'm ready for you.
0: Okay, um, first question. If I had $100, say, and I want to change it to gold or silver, how should I do it? Should I change it to gold, silver dollars, junk silver, quarters or dimes, or even silver collectors?
2: So I would do, that's a really good question because all of those are are options, right? Except gold. You can't do gold because gold is a couple thousand dollars an ounce, right? So. What I would do though, is one ounce silver rounds. So they're not a silver Eagle. They're not like a a, a pre 65 dime or quarter when they were actually made out of silver because that's what they were back then. They're just one ounce like silver coins, um, but they're, they're minted by the refinery that makes them. And so they're very low cost. That's what I would do because Abigail, when you invest, the key is to to never overpay for something, right? You always want to have low cost so you can maximize your returns and your profits over time.
0: Okay. And um, question two, once I have my gold um, or silver, how should I store it in the best way possible?
2: Oh, boy. So depends on how much you have, right? So, so... At home, so you could either store it in a in a vault at a depository, right? Like if you ever see a, a movie and they've got this big, huge room full of gold and silver bars, right? That's what a depository would be. There's a cost for storing it there, right? It's, it's, so the best thing to do if you're just starting is, is just store it at home. So numerous options. And I've got clients that do all of these things, right? And so everybody's a little bit different but you could put it in a safety deposit box at the bank. You could um, have a safe at home. You could hide it in your crawl space. Um, you could bury it in the backyard, like a treasure, right? And I, cause I have people that have done that. They put it in a PVC pipe and they bury it in the backyard, right? But, but really the key is just hiding it, right? So, so I would just get like a, a little small home safer, store it someplace, that nobody will see it or find it. And then don't brag about it, right? If, if you're storing it at home, don't tell anybody that it's there. Just just hide it in a safe place, generally a, a crawl space or something like that, or uh, the back of a closet and a little safe that you could get at Home Depot or something like that would probably be the best.
0: All right. Thank you for that answer.
2: You're welcome.
0: Um, Question three, if I had, if I want to sell an old bike, how should I sell it? Should I sell it for a high price, a low price, or one right in the middle?
2: Hmm, depends. Depends on, okay, if everybody in your neighborhood wanted a bike and you had the only one for sale, you could sell it for a high price. Cause you're the only one that has one for sale. If there's a ton of bikes for sale, and, and, and so there's a lot of supply, you would have to do a low price just to try to get people to buy yours when there's a lot of competition, right? So so it kind of depends on how many buyers you have and how many sellers that there are as well. So generally in, in economics, and I'm gonna use an economic term here, there's an equilibrium price, which is somewhere in the middle, right? It's, it's the perfect combination of supply and demand or buyers and sellers. So you never want to price something too high because people won't buy it. You never want to price something too low because you lose money on it. So somewhere in the middle is just about right. All
0: right, I was wondering that.
2: That was a great question. Yes. You know what? So have you ever gone to a store like Gap or something like that? And at the end of the season they have all these 50% off sales, right? You know why? Because they priced the stuff too high, nobody bought it. And so now they have to get rid of it at a discounted price. So, so they didn't price stuff right or else you would actually sell everything that you've got.
0: All right. And I have, I have a few more questions I would like mm-hmm. to get the um, Question for, why is it better to hire other people when you're starting a business?
2: To hire other people? So when when in my business, I hire people when when there's stuff that I I can't do on my own or it makes sense to have somebody else do it. Because if general rule of thumb, if there's something that I can do better than anybody else, I'm going to do right. Um, but if there's something I can't do, I'm going to hire somebody for it. Or sometimes. Even if I can do something better than anybody else, I'm, I'm better suited to do something different. You just run out of time you and you have to hire people to grow your company. And so, so like, that's where we are right now. We're constantly hiring people at our company because we're growing. And at some point, you just get too busy and you got to hire more people. All
0: right. Thank you for the answer. And
2: You're um, welcome. Let's see.
0: If I had some money and I want to I want to use it to buy something um but I need a little more money, should I get out of my silver, work for it or borrow it from someone else?
2: Okay. This is a great question. And the fact that you're asking it at your age is awesome because most of America has never asked that question and now we've got problems. So so don't sell your investment to buy something, right? Because your investment's going up, guaranteed what you're buying is probably going to go down in price the moment you walk out of the store with it, right? So, so never sell something that's growing to buy something. Never go into debt, mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> don't, don't finance stuff unless it's like a house and you absolutely have to, right? So, because there's interest payments and it's going to cost you way more than what you could possibly imagine. Um, So I would just work a little bit longer, have delayed gratification, wait to buy that thing. And it'll be much more satisfying when you know you didn't go into debt for it and you didn't sell something that was really growing for that immediate satisfaction, right? Just, just wait and have patience and you'll love it much more.
0: All right. Thank you. And I've, I think this is the last question. And if I want to start a business, how should I? How should I get the money to start it?
2: So a couple ways to do it. Um, I love these questions that you're asking, by the way, very forward, thing, right? Yeah, they're awesome. So you could there's a couple ways to do it, you could save up, use your own money for it. And then you own 100% 100% of the company, right? Because it was all your money. Or you can find investors for it. And there's two ways to find investors. You can either give them a portion of your company for an investment, and then they get to take a part of the profits, or you could just pay them an interest rate. That's that's debt that you would have because you have to pay them every month to pay them back, right, So so there's actually three ways. Pay for it on your own, issue debt that you have to pay interest on to get money right away, or you just make them a part owner of your company and they get a portion of the, of the profits.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for, for your time and bye.
2: <laughs> Bye-bye. See you next time. So that was awesome. That like, was, she was
0: awesome. My favorite question was the bicycle question. That was completely (laughs) unexpected. When she was reading the questions prior, um, I didn't know about the bicycle question. And you know what she's thinking is, I have a bicycle downstairs, and I wonder how much money I can get for it so I can get my loft bed. So that's exactly, wonder what else mom and dad have to sell. Yeah, she's
1: like, what else What else do I need? Uh, What's the going rate for a little brother? (laughs) So what was we,
0: your favorite question uh, is what we want to
1: know. Yeah, what was your favorite question that she asked? What maybe you learned? Because uh, this isn't just for kids. I mean, this is, I, I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of value out of this. Well, so.
0: and what do your kids want to hear? Yeah. What would they ask yeah, Dr. Kirk th- Totally. Like
1: yeah, ask. Yeah, please. Post comments. Uh, let us know what you would want to ask mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Kirk, and we will ask it uh, the next time we, we, we have him on the show. So, yeah. But anyway, until next time.
0: God bless.